Welcome back to the Not Your Average podcast. We're well into season three now, and today's episode is going to be on developing self-awareness. Now, self-awareness, I think, is one of the greatest assets, if not one of the foundational things that you can develop within your own life as you grow and evolve and change and also navigate changes um, such as the ones that we've seen in 2020. And in a world full of technology and where we're really looking at um, digital ways to connect, um, I believe that having the emotional quotient or emotional intelligence um, to really be able to connect not only with others but with ourselves is going to be one of the biggest sort of assets in the future. So whilst we are saturated and whilst technology is amazing because it's enabling for example, for you to connect with me and for me to connect with you, I believe that everything that we are seeing still requires us to be extremely self-aware and extremely perceptive about ourselves and the world around us. And ultimately, that helps us fulfill our purpose. And so it really all starts with you. And so knowing yourself, I believe, is really one of the best ways that you can you know be able to deal with weapons and uh, not weapons you can it's a weapon that you can use to fight off any labels and also deal with life changes it's like an armor it's your ability to um, withstand anything that is thrown at you or any or even as a result of maybe your own decisions you know you come back to knowing who you are what you stand for and it sets your value so that others don't set it for you you know you are the one who determines your self-worth it you determine what you feel is acceptable and not acceptable and you determine what um trajectory your life will go into so although yes we can influence others and others can influence us it's ultimately really about you particularly as an adult to be able to um, navigate your life your friendships your relationships your business your career um, and even your well-being in a way that is healthy and in a way that reflects what you stand for and so as i said before you know self-awareness helps you fulfill your purpose but sometimes it's seen as this ethereal sort of mysterious thing you know how do i become self-aware um but it's also about being um just mindful of what each season each um you know chapter in your life is trying to teach you what are you learning you know all of us are students of life you know this is our first go at this you know no one's been here two or three times before being like you know cut you know, I think I'll start again. I think, you know, I'm not really sure about that scene. So let me just do a do-over. We don't necessarily, we don't get a do-over. And so we are constantly in a position of learning and so that what we have the skill of absorbing things around us, I think that whilst we're busy doing that as people it's important to still have that same skill and apply it to yourself and being aware of yourself and what you're learning how you're growing how you're responding you know how you're um you know navigating changes for example and so how do you become self-aware there are many books podcasts audios whatever out there that can really um 
dive into many things that you can do, but I believe that there are some core things that you can do. Um, and these are things that has also helped me, but also I've observed in other people who are very self-aware and are able to um, just navigate life with a level of, um, you know, calm, confidence and clarity. That doesn't mean that they know have all the answers because no one does. It doesn't mean they're perfect uh, at all because no one is. This is just about being aware about what you're supposed to be doing whilst you're here on this earth. So my first point is work out your non-negotiable values. Now I have narrowed it down to five things. You might have more, you may have less, but really the principle is to identify what your core values and principles that you live by are. You know, write them down and then write why they matter to you. So for me, amongst many is, is respect, kindness, and honesty because although you may think some of those may be interlinked those are things that I believe are integral and are non-negotiable in my relationships with other people um, but also in my relationships with myself and so in order to understand why you know to uncover you know what your values are you have to know why they're important to you and also to apply them to yourself so if you expect you know, respect from others in your relationships, you can apply that same thing to you. Are you kind to yourself? Do you speak to yourself? Um, do you apply those same values? Are you honest with yourself the same way you would be honest with someone that you care about? So again, how you navigate um, self-awareness, how you start that is understanding what is important to me and why is it? Because if you don't have a compass um, for life in terms of your core values and principles and morals, then life would toss you any which way none of us have a you know crystal ball or have a complete idea of exactly what's going to happen next and so you have to have um, values that really um, ground you and other foundations for the decisions that you will make because your decisions come from your thoughts they come from your feelings and they come from what you ultimately feel is either right or wrong or maybe not the best for your life and then that will determine how your life will turn out and so in order to have good values in order to have a life that is fruitful and that has the um you know the byproduct of uh happiness and fulfillment it really comes down to your decisions and really the core of your decisions are your values you know what do you value and what determines how you will um, decide in a particular situation and so if you live unaware of values then you won't know what you're doing why you're doing it when to do it you know who to do it with you know you won't be able to really hone down what that means to you so I would encourage you to get clear on your values um, and it's never too late so or too early to start actually uh, as well uh, and align your life now so if you've been making decisions for example out of fear before uh, fear of success or fear of you know uh, failure or fear of rejection or fear of you know being vulnerable or things like that um, if the core thing that you identify as fear for example then you want to be able to align maybe with the, um, an opposing value that you now deemed to be actually important to you because you see how much fear has hold, held you back you might say no I want to um, 
define my, one of my values as um courage and courage really isn't about for example uh having no fear it's about acting in spite of the fear it's about making wise risks and um wise ability to step out of your comfort zone and so that may be something you want to align your life with now what are you courageous what are you going to be courageous about going forward so get clear on your values um so that you have a solid foundation because self awareness isn't really just about how you interact with others it's it's about you although we see the fruit of it in how we interact with others it is actually really about your relationship with yourself and what you believe you stand for and making sure that there's no cognitive dissonance between what you really believe and also how your life looks like and how you live your life so ensuring that you're true to yourself even if that's not the most popular thing. So my second point in becoming self-aware is to identify your triggers. Yes, yes, 2020, this is the trigger happy year. You know, everyone has things and situations and people that can trigger us. You know, we all um have things that really either, you know, get our goat as we say here in the UK, but things that can really um either rile you up or give you um mild anxiety or make you just completely shut down for example things that trigger you in different ways and so it's really important to know what those are um and you can learn that by knowing you know um how you react in certain situations um by what you want to avoid or what you want to gain and why so usually um this will make you aware ahead of time because if you're aware okay this situation or this person or this environment or this thing triggers me then you can make a plan ahead of time and a plan of action about how you are going to respond so you are not reacting you want to move your life from reaction to response which is um a conscious ability to make decisions about how you're going to navigate certain situations and so you can make a plan to either walk away or to set boundaries or to be assertive or to ask questions and to gain clarity if you're the kind of person who maybe is quick to assume or make a judgment that you haven't necessarily dissected for yourself so all of this you'll see is a common theme is internal because that's what self awareness is and so when it comes to triggers they're mostly unconscious they they really lie in your subconscious part of your brain and so that's where we make a lot of our decisions from because they're born out of established patterns in your brain uh that are driven by how you think and how you've reacted or your childhood experiences or formative experiences in your teenage years or even as an adult so they form out of beliefs um and thoughts that you repeatedly have in your mind that you don't question and so therefore they are ingrained neuro pathways in your brain um that then may remind you of a particular situation that was either unpleasant or one you want to avoid etc and so these are by knowing that and by go, being aware of exactly what triggers you and making a plan of action you can interrupt those neuro pathways you can interrupt that thought pattern and so you can start creating new thought patterns and going hey 
if I know I'm in, I'm gonna maybe be in a difficult meeting um, and there's gonna be someone who triggers me, for example, I know ahead of time that um, I can own my response. The other person is not going to own my response no matter how much I'm triggered. So ahead of time, I know this is what I'm going to say or do or uh, respond with in a way that manages my triggers and then therefore creates new neural pathways about how I think about a situation. And more importantly, as uncomfortable as it is, you end up growing because like when you're working out, you're pushing, you're pulling a muscle, not pulling a muscle, but you're working out a muscle and in order to for it to grow you kind of need to tear it a bit and you need to expand it and stretch it and really push it to its current limit and so that's what growth is it's not comfortable and so doing that and being acutely aware of yourself and your surroundings is going to feel weird at first because most of us are taught to really just do life on autopilot um But then when you do that after a while, you'll understand and you'll see the benefits of that. So when you um, identify your triggers, you'll begin to pull your own strings instead of others doing it for you, you know, and a good um, book uh, that can really help with this, there's many, is uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer's um, Pull Your Strings. I think he wrote it in the 1970s. And it's a fantastic book for really learning exactly how to um, be your own um, sort of person who pulls your own strings because you're aware of those strings. You are able to see what those strings are. And so being aware means that you take your personal power back and you no longer externalize your responses. And as I said, you know, 2020, this has been a trigger happy year. You know, this has been the year where, you know, whether you turn on the news, whether you talk to people, whether you're outside um, generally um, running errands, for example, or whether you're inside with your family. Now we have so many changes with, you know, certain levels of um sort of staying at home and quarantine and isolation and things like that and working from home teaching from home um you know the various economic pressures the health pressures so there's been so many things that could have and have triggered us so but it's important to understand how working out and being aware of your own triggers it helps your emotional regulation and more importantly as i said it brings the responsibility back to you you are your own responsibility um and even if you're not aware of exactly what's going on when you react a certain way you can start now and you can build those so that for example if you're in a negotiation that maybe the fear of failure if you're aware of that what that is you know that it's there and so therefore you're not going to um you know put out a number or put out an offer that is out of fear but you're going to sit back and know okay i'm triggered here but i can make an offer out of confidence and out of clarity for the aim that i want to achieve so it's not just about your relational reactions it's also applied to business and career and to high you know high stress situations ordinarily and actually saying even though this may be seen as a high stress situation to other people it doesn't have to be for me 
My third point for uh, developing your self-awareness is to marry what you love with what you're good at. So we all have things that we enjoy and we love to do, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're good at it. You know, we've all been there. We've all seen the, you know, X Factor or American Idol or, you know, Britain's Got Talent, all these things. Um, or depending on which part of the world you're listening to this from, you can have your own little, you know, competition shows. And you'll always see one person who, like, their belief is so high about their, you know, ability to hit that high note that Mariah Carey has. And you just know, and you just, you know, it breaks your heart to just tell them, you know, it's just not quite there. But that's because... Although they love the music, for example, although they love singing, although they love what they you know, the artistry and the songwriting, they're just not good at it. And so that means that they're going to end up wasting their time. They can still participate in it. They can still do, you know, go listen to music, karaoke. They can still work behind the scenes. That doesn't mean that they necessarily won't be able to do it. It just means that they need to find something they're good at. And so uncovering your purpose, because I don't believe that we find our purpose, because I feel that that's what stresses people out. Uncovering your purpose is not only about passion, you know, as we've seen those people on those shows, but a basic core talent that you have. And I believe that we all have something um, that we're good at, even if it's not identifiable by the world standards. And then developing that by skills that you acquire. You know, I believe we all have these gifts and talents um, that are used not only to add value to others, but it's also for you to have a fulfilled and abundant life. You know, yes, we want to be purposeful and we we are here to add value to others, um, but you also need to enjoy life, you know, um, and one way to do that is knowing that you're using your gifts to the max. So, you know, to reveal this and to reveal things that you um, are good at is to write a list of the things that you are good at, but also pick the top three of those that you also enjoy because I'm sure you've met many people who are great at some things, but they don't necessarily enjoy it. And so the sweet spot is picking out the things that you enjoy as well as you're good at. Try and get some experience in each of these things and approach it from a posture of learning and paying attention to what really um, energizes you and also where you're making impact. So that's another deep dive. So not only have you identified this is what I am good at, this is what I enjoy, but I'm getting experience in this, even if it's interning, even right now when you're working from home, whatever it may be. But you go, this is where I'm most energized within this thing or within this group of things. And this is where I also make impact. So don't compare your gifts and skills, your business, your career, your projects, or your progress to anybody else, because that's where we lose our sense of self-awareness because we're so busy seeing this tick box exercise of life, or now with social media, we're seeing people achieve exceptional things and amazing things, um, and it may be accelerated from what we perceive, but you are you for a reason, and you're not here by mistake, and your progress is really actually within your hands. So don't compare yourself to anybody else because you have something unique to offer. And I don't tell you that to just, you know, make you feel good, but it's actually 
um, a fact and you kind of owe it to yourself to see all that you can be. And so just a reminder for this in terms of self-awareness, you know, in order to make sure that you're not defined by what you're doing, always remember that a career is not always a calling. You know, for example, you could be a property developer. You could really love, um, you know, buying and selling houses and doing them up, for example. But that's that could be your job, but your calling and your the thing that really energizes you and your purpose and that things that adds value to other people is the fact that you are creating a space where people can make memories with their families. That's a calling. That's a calling where you go, I have a talent to do this. So yes, practically I may make houses, but in terms of my calling, I like seeing people happy and I like seeing people be able to make memories in a space that is meaningful for them. So. Always know that you can define your calling is not by a job title. Your purpose is not definable by any, you know, sort of such a minuscule thing as a job title. It's bigger than that. And my last point in terms of um, really developing your self-awareness is develop a relationship with you. And you might have thought that I might have started with this, but all of those things that we mentioned before really add up to this. You know, the world puts such an unbalanced focus on our relationships with others because yes, we need healthy, uh, vibrant, energizing um, relationships that also push us to grow and hold us accountable. But um you know, the one guaranteed lifelong relationship you have is with you. And so you want that to be the healthiest because out of that, all your other relationships um, are reflected by that. And so your perspective, your opinion of yourself, the level of love and the level of respect that you show to yourself is reflected in your relationships with others, what you tolerate, what you allow, what you entertain, um, what you reinforce, um, what you believe that you deserve. And so one of the ways that you can develop a robust relationship with yourself is to make self-trust your foundation because this repels you know, unhealthy relationships, both business and personal, you know, it repels abusers, manipulators, users. The reality is you always have somebody somewhere who's wanting to be unscrupulous and take kindness for weakness. But if you are not only just kind with others, but kind to yourself and you are trusting with yourself and you understand that you, your perception and your boundaries and your, um, standards deserve a level of respect and that's not being shown in a particular situation then you trust that that's your opinion and that's your experience and you can make changes and decisions to do that you know trust yourself so that you're not talked out of something like that where it starts off small in a scenario like an interpersonal scenario and then it can go if you don't nip that and you don't develop that in that small scenario it can then grow into bigger scenarios that can affect you know your professional life and your other uh, relationships and the quality of the people that you have in your life but more importantly it will erode your confidence because you won't be able to trust yourself in making your decisions so make self-trust and make the um, decisions that you trust Um, yourself to make the right decisions for you and ask yourself what matters to you we go back to what we said about um, determining your values you know what is your vision for your life and what's led you to your present situation 
you know, beyond circumstances that are obviously outside of your control. So spend time alone, you know, decide what you like to do, what your goals are for the next year, the next five years, the next 10 years. You know, don't let this pandemic, don't let 2020, don't let anything, um, you know, dampen you from making those um, decisions or making those visions um, and say no when required, you know, or say yes if you're someone who naturally says no to things. You know, decide um, how you want your relationship to be with yourself and to be with others. Enjoy your own company. Um, and when you do that, you can really be able to develop a relationship with yourself, which means that that happiness and that fulfillment that you're looking for is internally generated. It's already there. You're not looking to a circumstance. You're not looking to a job. Um, you're not looking to a profit margin. You're not looking to people to really generate that for you or to signal, oh, or you're doing well, or you're doing great. No, you already know that you're growing and you're doing well within yourself because you will have spent time from an internal compass, from an internal place where you say, I get to decide how I get to live this life and I get to decide um, that my fulfillment and my purpose is internally generated and my decisions are not from what other people want from me or what other people have planned for me, but it's for what I believe I'm supposed to be doing whilst I'm here. So some practical ways you can do that is meditation, um, journaling, and acknowledging things that you do well every day will really help you develop a great relationship with yourself because it brings you back to the very present rather than pulling you to the various things that you um, need to do that day. Another thing is saying affirmations consistently uh, because a lot of people are like, oh, I don't really believe this yet or whatever. No, you have to give things time. And again, showing yourself patience is one of the ways to develop a fantastic relationship with yourself. You know, and setting the intention for the day is key because as you think, so you will be. You know, your thoughts will determine how your day is, how you start your day. So set your intention so that, again, <laughs> you're not... Your day and your life is not being determined by other people and situations. So make a decision that, that you will not be defined by a person, place or thing or circumstance. Um, because all of these, as we touched on in um, episode one of this season, are like out of your control and subject to change. So you want it to be robust. You want your relationship to be on a robust foundation with yourself. And that means that you can be able to identify any untruths or any lies that you've believed about yourself, about the world, because you have been able to be present and to examine exactly where your thought process and exactly what your motivator is for how you're living your life. So to develop self-awareness, you know, identify your non-negotiable values identify your triggers, marry what you do with what you're good at and develop a robust relationship with yourself. I'm sure there are many other things, but I really hope that gets you started with some practical as well as some ongoing things that you can do to develop a fantastic relationship with yourself to really understand um, what you're here to do, um, the things that you can do to move that into process and to also just be grateful and to recognize uh, the value that you already have and that you can offer as you move forward in this life. So I hope you enjoyed that. 
don't forget to share with anyone who you feel can really benefit from this and can really help to guide them as they navigate not only this year but everything that is um, to come Um, we are available on all platforms thank you so much for listening and i'll see you on the next episode bye